Welcome to Gray Awakenings, a podcast covering the gray areas of life. Hello, hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. My name is Hannah Gray. My pronouns are they and she. Um, oh, yeah. I was like, what else do I have to say? My fun fact of the day is I broke my stupid toe. <laughs> Just the stupid one, though. Not the not the smart ones. <laughs> you don't need all of them. <laughs> I'm Amanda Drew. My pronouns are she and they. And my fun fact of the day is that my favorite fruit is pineapple. Ooh. Yes. We have some <laughs> in the fridge. I told you I was winging it. Um. So my name is Adrian Gray. And pronouns are he, him. And fun fact of the day is I might possibly have tendonitis in my finger. AKA Yay. both Adrian and I are broken. My name is Marian Poutler, and my fun fact of the day was yesterday I went to the original location of Tim Hortons, which is how I met Hannah. Yep. <laughs> Working together. And your hubby. And to, yeah, and my husband um, in 2011. Oh, damn. That's a long time ago. Yeah, so Marian's here because Adrian actually. apparently made plans with Marian this weekend. <laughs> I didn't hear about it. And then we're recording podcasts, so we're like, all right, Marian, you're joining. Hi, here I am. <laughs> Just for fun. So, um, and yeah, it'll be great. So uh, we do want to remind everyone that we are now on Patreon. We are very excited about it. Um, so if you'd like to support our podcast in a different way, this is a great way to do it go to patreon.com slash gray awakenings and you will see our tiers we have like five different tiers you want to talk about it sure we have five different tiers um so depending on the amount of money that you want to contribute uh you get different things and that can range from like uh access to our patreon only posts um all the way up to like exclusive mini episodes with us and merchandise as well um so super excited about that go check it out you can look at every single level and decide which one is best for you um but we love your support we appreciate your support and this is just allowing you to support in a different way and it allows us to actually do more fun things for y'all so yeah support us yay um so we're gonna be talking about a lot of different things today, aka our episode's name is Trigger Warning, I'm Offended. So we've been talking about a lot of stuff, and this kind of, this idea came about from um, a post Amanda saw on the face of book, and Amanda sent it to us and was like, Rah! so tell us about your experience. I was pissed. <laughs> so so um, I have a so friend. Pissed. I had a friend on Facebook. I'm actually not friends with them anymore because I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Um, <laughs> who posted something and I'm going to just read. It's like one of those. Um, it, it looks like it was probably a Twitter um, post that someone just nicked like the Twitter handle off of. <laughs> so uh, it says 1300s. I'm dying from the Black Plague. 1800s, I'm nine and work in a factory. 1900s, I'm off to fight in a war. 2000s, I'm offended. Like, big, bold letters. And it's fucking ridiculous. Like, there's absolute, uh, number one, there's no fucking correlation here. I was so pissed about this. <laughs> but, like, it's not even a well-thought-out plan. Like, um, so there's this whole idea, and I'm kind of, I'm sick and tired of hearing it, that uh, if you 
have a problem with something and you voice that issue, whether that's like, hey, dude, you're being fucking racist to like, hey, could you not talk about rape? Because that's triggering for me. Hey, there we go. Trigger warning. Um, so <laughs> I was like, we should write it down. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm just <laughs> that's we write the down the triggers and then we, we put them in the description, though. So I was like, ah, there it is. Um, so like anything that you bring up is like, oh, are you offended? Did you set a boundary? Do you have feelings that you yeah. want to be validated? Like, fuck off. People like, are offended <laughs> thinking that you're offended. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just it. They're offended because, like, especially in, like, situations where it's like, oh, hey, dude, you're being a little racist there. They're offended because they're like, how dare you call me racist? Like, fuck that. <laughs> well, and especially people being offended by the boundaries that you set for yourself, like, I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt that I need to, you know, I don't, I can't think of a for example. Um, I don't want you to come into my bedroom when you're at my house, which is ironic that we're here right now. <laughs> right. We're sitting <laughs> in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a boundary. And then it becomes instantly like, why don't you want me in your bedroom? Is it me? Did you do not trust me? And they're offended because you set a boundary when it's not even about them. It's about you. But it's also like, you know, I feel like where they get that kind of like inner rage of like being upset is like they feel like they're taking something away from them. Yes. Yeah. Like you've deprived me of your bedroom. How dare you do that? Yeah. You've deprived me (laughs) of being racist or saying what I want. How dare you do that? Like you've deprived me of. Because we the people. And they also claim like, oh, I have free speech so I can say whatever I want. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't excuse like abusive behavior, harassment, hate speech, etc. Like being an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Also, freedom of speech. Okay, so uh, this pisses me off every fucking time that someone brings up the freedom of speech. Your freedom of speech is to protect you from the government. It's not to protect you from being an asshole in public. It's not to... Yes, snaps everywhere. (laughs) It's not to protect you from being um, excused from a public or a private place. That's just straight up harassment. What do you... What? Like... The no 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 not you oh, saying to, no, that to be, no to like, be like to be the asshole yes yeah absolutely yeah. but people <laughs> use it as like freedom of speech I'm like triggered I'm offended luckily I said something that was like you're being a dick and I was like I know but like. <laughs> But but seriously, freedom of speech only protects you from the government. It doesn't protect you from your friends deciding that they don't want to hang out with you because you won't use their per- correct pronoun. It, like, it doesn't protect you from anything. It doesn't protect you from, like, any sort of social, um, like, um, what's the word when something bad happens because you did something bad? There's a consequence. <laughs> we, we got there. It's fine. I was going to say karma, but... Well, it doesn't protect you from karma either, but nothing does. Not even the government. Sorry. True. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it doesn't. It doesn't protect you from anything. Um, so there's like this this whole uh, culture that we call PC culture, and it's not even like like I don't even like that term because I feel like yeah, it's used how, by conservatives. Why is it like why is it considered a culture though? 
I think that it's because it's a group of people. Okay, yeah, do the Googles. Um, but, yeah, ooh, Urban Dictionary is good. Um, I think that it's because, like, a group of people, presumably, like, liberal millennials, care about political correctness, and it becomes okay. a culture. Like, culturally, we've, we've made it our culture to make sure that we're using correct pronouns, to make sure that we're uh, not using the N-word in public. Like, these basic things that people or take for... Or at home. Or at home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hang on. Um, so, PC culture, according to Urban Dictionary, because we all know that's very um, credible, um, it is short for politically correct, may also be referred to as college culture. Roots seem to be stemmed from American political news as a means of identifying the leftist views, educational standards, and overall character behind the individual actions, which are manipulated by politicians. So, like, the the phrase that they gave is, is the PC culture taking over our grade schools, too? I guess I just, like, I don't know. My problem with PC culture is just, like, I personally don't think it's politically... I mean, I know it's literally called politically, whatever the heck it's called. Culture. Yeah. But like, does it have anything to do with politics or does it have to just do with like being a good person and having morals and like respecting other humans that are different and the same as us? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just like I've always had like an issue with PC culture, quote unquote, because it's like labeled to all the stuff that. I don't think should be political. Like there's a lot that is political that I think shouldn't even be considered political. I think it has like a political history in the sense of, you know, the roots of these um, words that are offensive and that we choose not to use and using the correct term like Native American versus Indian or, you know, developmentally disabled versus the R word or like it has its history of this was at one time the term terminology, but it's no longer like we're correcting. I don't I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, I understand that, though. It's the politics of English. Hey, I like the way that you said that. But yeah, I mean, I I that it's not really a part of Paul I think that morals shouldn't shouldn't be a part of politics because um, morals should be basic but like not everyone obviously has the same morals because we have people who think that it's cool to like murder mass people because a cheeto says that they're rapists and are coming over the border you know what I mean like there there are morals here that was that, that the actual story on one of them or did you well, make I mean, that up? I didn't. No, you don't call him a Cheeto, but like. No, the actual <laughs> story has to do with. Um, I can't think of the specific group that they belong to. Of the one of the most recent shootings of the Walmart um, in El Paso, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, the shooter, and correct me if I'm wrong, or if you know more about this than I do, because I'm not educated highly on it by any means, but belong to these extremists. Like, like radical groups, like, of wanting to eliminate, um, you know, yeah. undocumented people from our country and... Quote, illegal immigrants. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of, like, the rhetoric that was in the manifesto that they found was, like, verbatim to, yeah. like, some of the words that Donald Trump has Absolutely. used. So it's, like, where... Yeah. Oh, if, if our morals 
can, if our immoral behavior can seep into politics in such a way that it's influencing people, then where, where does that line sit? You know what I mean? And like, this is a little far off from like our PC culture topic, but like, I think it's important to like, yeah, I think it's important to mention that like morals should be basic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like don't encourage people to kill people kill yeah don't do it yourself you know like um just very basic moral things that we grow up learning I feel like morals like basic morals I feel like people think they have like I feel like people think they're universal like okay we're gonna like love thy neighbor like they love thyself and like all that shit and um (laughs) I feel like people are like oh we do have morals we have like we do care about our neighbors but it's like once that that person looks different than them once a politician that they respect says something negatively about um maybe their neighbor like they're all their I don't know like it's just like if you don't look up one certain way and if you aren't privileged in all these different ways if you're not white cis straight able-bodied etc etc like they're not gonna be nice to you I don't know it's just like like is that actually like is that morals or I don't think that's moral that's like not having morals but then they say they have morals because they have the status quo life I don't know I feel like I'm mumbling but of ah. like being the majority majority. I'm sorry I'm really confused I don't know. I'm just talking about morals in general and how people feel. I feel like everyone thinks they have morals, but like at the end of the day, they really don't. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know. I think that it's a difference between your ethics matching your actions and your ethics not matching your actions. Like, do you say that you love all people, but then you get mad at immigrants except when they're white? Like, this is something that, like, personally, I have a, my husband and I have a a mutual friend, and their husband is English, Mm -hmm. okay? Like, came over here, has, has a visa, I think he just got his citizenship like last year. They've been together for like seven freaking years. And someone, they were telling us a story about one time, someone was talking shit about immigrants, how they were taking jobs. And he was like, oi, uh, I'm an immigrant over here. And they were like, oh, no, not you. Like, oh, yeah, because I'm, <laughs> I'm white. And I speak English. Going off like, of... Like, yeah. a similar thing. I um, have, like, a friend who has a relative who has a nanny who came over here from Australia on a visa, overstayed her visa, and is now an illegal immigrant. But she doesn't have to worry about all of this because she's white. Mm, yeah. Yep. It's a really good point. So I think that there's a difference between your actions aligning with your ethics and them not. Yeah. I think that's like a I really mean, it, big mean, it's also like that pops up in the trans community as well. For sure. Because it's like, oh, okay. I like, if I come out to someone, they're like, oh, I have this trans friend and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> you know them, right? <laughs> like, no, I don't know every trans person in the United States of America. Like, right. there's a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, there's a lot of, um, and then, and then they you know? sit there and they continue to, like, in the beginning of, like, transitions for, like, most people, they'll just continue to sit there and misgender them. Yeah. 
until they're like quote unquote like transition passing and pa- yeah yeah because that's the only or way to quote unquote yeah. trans well like i feel like too um crap i got i got all disconjointed including myself but i feel like oh it was so good oh mm, ah, i don't know so just because <laughs> i still got something so like when when people misgender you because mm-hmm. if we get back to like the i'm offended bullshit when yeah <laughs> i'm sure that you were like on the same wavelength here so when when people misgender someone and they're like hey it's he him not she her um it's immediately something that you not immediately not for everyone but for people who point out like pc culture and how everyone's offended these are the people who are getting pissed off because you're asking them to gender you properly Mm -hmm. or who are asking you not to dead name them so like just why are you why are you upset why are you upset when someone is telling you what is wrong or mm-hmm. so, something that you did to hurt them or to make them uncomfortable or to break a boundary and overstep something like just take take a second and look, you know, there's like a huge double standard, too. That's what I was trying to say before. Like, let's say, for instance, um, there is a baker who has this bakery they bake wedding cakes all the time whatever and this like queer couple comes in they're like hey we need a a wedding cake for our wedding and that person's like sorry i do i don't do cakes for queer couples and then the queer couple is like hey like that's not cool that's discrimination blah blah blah. and that person's like well this is going against my moral code it's going against my religion and then like this person literally on the side of like we need a cake like they are correcting this person saying like what you're doing is wrong whatever and then the other and they're offended and then this other side they're offended by them being offended and it's just like I don't know am I like going in a rabbit hole there's like such a doubled standard all the time with everything and then even one thing talking about like with a trans a cis person like uh, misgendering a trans person what about when we call cis people cis people? They freak out and they're like, that is negative uh, wait. when it's not. And then there's like this double standard of they can call us oh. queer, like oh. queers. and So like we can't be offended, but they can be offended. Yes, your double there's a standard. double standard. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I don't like to do this, but I'm going to do it. Okay. So discrimination rights actually only apply to private locations um privately owned places of public accommodation pardon um on the basis of race color religion or national origin so if someone is refusing in a private owned bakery to not serve you because you're queer or because you're asking for a queer then you're they're allowed to it doesn't mean that they're not a fucking ass hat <laughs> it doesn't mean that they're not um misguided in some way um based on whatever brought them to the decision that you shouldn't get a wedding cake but they're within their legal rights to do it um and i don't really want to talk about like legal rights because it kind of takes away yeah because it kind of takes away the the point of like we have morals and you should probably follow those <laughs> you know well, I also think there's like the standard and like there's privilege 
in like I feel like a lot of the topics we're going to talk about there is this tie to like Christianity and like how Christianity is this like big privilege you have in society because Christmas is nationally uh, celebrated and you have all these events off for for it and like you can go like I went to a conference for work this weekend and how many people said please say amen like during their their speeches and stuff and I was just like what like not everyone sitting in your audience is gonna be the same religion as you or practice the same things as you like the fact that that's the standard um comes in like I feel like that perpetuates quote-unquote PC culture it uh, I cannot talk perpetuates I literally just said it and I'm like um perpetuates this I'm offended culture because I mean a lot of shame and everything comes from I feel like religion I know this isn't about that but I just felt like I had to bring that up no I think that it's important because like we, I did post on um, my personal Facebook asking for things that people were offended by or people or things that people thought others were offended by. Um, and religion came up a few times. I mean, like several <laughs> times. So, <laughs> so it's totally worth mentioning. We're going to talk about it more. But like um, when you're talking about like, I, hmm, I won't serve you because you're queer. The it's most likely based in religion why there's that discrimination um and when you're talking about people who are trans well (laughs) my god doesn't believe in that so i don't yeah like god made you this way so why are you changing it yeah yeah so a lot of it does come back to like religion tattoos and piercings as well yeah um so a lot of it does come back to that. My dad cried when I was like nine years old and I got my ears pierced. I got the whole, if God wanted you to be born with holes, or if God wanted you to have holes in your ears, you would have been born that way. So yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah. <laughs> that's not, it's funny because it's an ear and you don't think anything of it. And you're like, but babies get ear piercings sometimes. And it's like, <laughs> right, ears totally have holes in them. I mean, <laughs> like, on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, how does that relate? Because <laughs> they already have holes, Adrian. <laughs> I'm not piercing the holes of my ears. <laughs> That's funny. So um, let me just peek at notes real fast. So, um, so let's talk about what being offended means. Because I think that there's a big difference between like what being offended feels like and what people think being offended is um, when when things are brought up, okay? So, like an example, okay, if your fear friend or uncle or I'm saying uncle, but, like, it's always someone's uncle, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's always a racist uncle. <laughs> so, um, if someone if someone is saying something racist, even if it's, like, it, it doesn't have to be, like, the n-word they don't have to drop anything specific but if they're saying something that is racist and you say hey that's a little racist maybe you shouldn't say that or like you know not all whatever 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 okay um people generally get offended by that and they think that you're offended for even bringing well, it, it becomes, up it comes from a place of like defensiveness and yeah. it makes them feel attacked in the sense that oh, you're better than me, or you think that you're better than me because you don't say these racist things, 
or it's like defensiveness. It just and ignorance and I love that that shittiness and but it's like this immediate like shutdown. But I love that you said that right away because like in no way, shape, or form. I'm sure that like none of us have gone, I'm better than you because I'm calling out your racism. It's not about that at all. So like, why do they think that it is? It's probably because something is eating at them. Like, I'm not a good enough person because I'm racist. Like, this is bad. and I know that it's bad. So they're offended because we're calling out something inside of them that they don't want to talk about. (laughs) But like, so I think, um, so like when I am offended, it's usually like a trigger response, like knee jerk, like what happened earlier where I was like, oh shit, I did something wrong. And that was like, ugh, for me. You know what I mean? So there's that type of offended. Okay. And then there's like, oh, you don't think that I'm worth a job or that I'm worthy of living or that I even exist because I'm queer or trans or black. Yeah. Okay. So that's like a personal offense that is that's like an attack on who you are as an individual and then there's like communal offense so i'm white but like if someone's being racist i'm offended because they're an asshole and they're hurting other people and then the racist person wants you to explain why you're offended right (laughs) (laughs) but i can't but it's not personal to me but they're always well why do you even care you're not black Exactly. Like, oh, I forgot that I could care about other people, and <laughs> I, I didn't realize that Rumor. I had. <laughs> so, um, I mean, are you guys on like the same line? Like, yeah. is that does that make sense? Yeah. I know I'm just like talking, yeah. but like, well, I do feel like though, kind of the two ways you explain the the types. Oh my god, my brain is like not functioning fast enough according to my mouth so I'm very sorry my brain is faster than my mouth right now um like when you were describing the two different types of offense I feel like one you said was personal and the other one was once again like like communal but I feel like you gave two examples of the personal offense did I mishear I might have but whatever I do feel like like I, I was talking about when if someone is attacking like something about me that is that's personal so if someone is saying like um oh no you're a girl you're a girl like you're not non-binary that's offensive to me because who the fuck are you to tell me who i am but if someone is like oh black people are lazy just you know then that's offensive to me because uh, as a community we all should be offended by racism so like those were the two examples that i was trying to give yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. And I feel like the reason why, like, quote-unquote liberals, um, or, like, I, I say quote-unquote because, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like... I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, like, I feel like this, it's the folks who are getting offended for stuff like trans issues, race, class, all this stuff... Um, aren't necessarily liberals um they're just people who care about other people so it's like i personally don't identify as a liberal um i don't identify as conservative i identify as what the fuck is our politics system um so (laughs) fuck y'all um but i quote unquote look and sound like a liberal to other people so other people um identify me as that however um i feel like 
when a quote unquote liberal thinking person is offended, then the quote unquote not liberal people are like jumping on that shit and like saying you can't be offended, all this snowflake. stuff. Snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. You're a snowflake, all this stuff. However, if any sort of person who is quote unquote not liberal and maybe quote unquote conservative, it's really annoying to say quote unquote, but you can't see me, but whatever. Um, I feel like they get their pants in a bunch and they freak out and they're like, whoa, who do you think you are? Like, you know, the same thing. It's literally the same thing. They're reacting the same way this side is. But at the same time, like this side is, I mean, if you think about it, both sides are, are being defensive of who they are, but it's like inherent. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like shit this is like getting me into a corner but racism is wrong i know (laughs) i know and it's like that's always been my issue with politics because i have always leaned towards the left side but not because i think the politics are great i think i like the idea of cool all these people are being recognized for the most part maybe not by politicians but by people who are more left and i feel like i've always resonated better with that because i've I was like, cool, they're talking about abortion. They're talking about um, racism. They're talking about like queer gender, all that. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> I need a break. I mean, a even just the fact that they're like talking about it is more than not talking about it. Yeah. Or, and like talking about it in a positive way. But like, I've always leaned towards that way because I liked, I felt better on that side. I felt more seen. I felt like everyone was kind of being seen. However, I feel like, like the rightish side, I feel like they aren't, they don't care about these people. So it's always been kind of this moral compass of mine being like, cool, I kind of resonate more over here because I feel morally it's more on track. Whereas, like, if you talk to someone who is on that side, I feel like they'd be like, we're moral. We care about humans. But I'm like, are you sure? I don't know. I go to church every Sunday. Yeah. And that's the thing. They care about humans that look like them. Um, So I think I just think that there's a like, it's like I'm. Well, I'm I'm very far left leaning. Like, that's just where I sit on a political and a social level. um, Just super far left. And then, like when I talk to Mike about it, he's far left socially. So like socially he's liberal. Like he, you know, believes in, uh, equal human rights and like women's rights. And like, uh, just, he believes in people. He believes in treating humans the right way, but then politically and economically, um, he's a little bit more on the right side. Like he believes in more of like a conservative economic system. Like, he believes that so parts of like socialism should be included because we have that now but like um so i think that it's important that when people talk about politics they remember that there's like multiple parts of politics there's the social part there's like the economic part and then there's your like federal part so like all of them have different functions and you don't have to be oh, i'm right-sided all the way like you can pick and choose isn't that what isn't that why we have like a a party system? Like you know what? I, well, not like a two party system, but like a. Well, that's why we have a democracy is so yeah. that we can choose bits and pieces of what we like, and it's I unfortunately turned into a two party system. But like, 
And I feel like not to get too far into this tangent, but it's like we have polarized this. My bad. Literally, once again, the it's just not matching up for me tonight. Um, unfortunately, I'm doing a podcast. So here we go. You're welcome. So um, it polari- it's polarized, just like everything. Everything's on a binary. Like, this goes back to everything. Like, gender's on a binary. Sexuality is on a binary. Like, literally, everything's... Yeah, politics is also set up on a binary. So, like, you feel like you have to choose one, but there's also all this gray area, okay? So it's, like, frustrating because you almost feel like you're not empowered to, to like, be leftist in a social way and right, more right in, like, a political way. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so hard, and it's, like, why can't we just respect other humans and take politics out of it? Like, why do interactions with other humans have to be pol- political? Why does the government have to control how we view, value other lives? Just, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just... I know that you're frustrated, but that was good. Because <laughs> um, I don't, it doesn't, at the, like, at the end of the day, this is what it does come down to, is that we don't have to judge people immediately. Like, those knee-jerk reactions are not, there. I think that those are kind of learned behaviors now. You know what I mean? Like, they're good. don't listen to people if they make a mistake you just better fucking yell at them you know um and i just feel like that's usually where people go actually brings up a good point we're not like like we're not teaching people how to take criticism and it's not and a lot of it's yeah or have conversation it's literally like constructive criticism we're not in most cases folks aren't tearing this human down to shreds to try to like humiliate them like if you deserve it like be prepared but I feel like initially that's not typically the goal it's to educate so it's like folks don't even know how to have a freaking edge or I mean conversation like it's just not happening with people people don't know how to interact you only know how to interact if you agree with someone and that's not cool like we need to educate people to have freaking conversations like this starts when you're little and we should be teaching this in schools and it's just like ah it's weird i don't know i also like don't really get like why people would like not want to treat things that they don't necessarily know fully or like don't understand to a full extent but have been like fed this one side of it like why they wouldn't still be curious as to like why somebody would choose this path of life probably because they're told that it's wrong they're like they're most people are conditioned to believe like and i'm like again most people were super generalizing here but like most people are conditioned to believe like you're being raised the right way and anything else is wrong so like in order to like correct that too, I think it takes like a slow, um, soft exposure over time in like a non-direct manner, like not um, immediately challenging their beliefs or whatever. Well, I also too want to kind of like criticize, not constructively criticize what you just said because you just yeah. said chose a life, like most of these issues that we're talking about it's not about choice and um it's just about who they inherently are so it's like the fact that that 
our society in general and most of the world in general has the standard way of living the standard way if you if you don't match with that at all like you are other I feel like this othering is perpetuating this culture of I'm offended because one way is right one way is wrong but that's not true Mm -hmm. and it's like so frustrating that we can't get out of this little bubble of this is the right way this is the wrong way like we all are valid in most cases unless you're being a shitty human yeah it's just more of like um I don't know I guess I've always kind of like grown up with this eye of curiosity and so it's been more of like asking questions rather than just taking people's word for it and that's like different than most people yeah and also i feel like people already feel like they know about these communities because of stereotypes and because of how it's portrayed in the media so it's like if we're talking about trans people uh only time you view transness in uh in movies and shows and stuff is usually humor and comedy and it's usually like very offensive and Mm. very terrible so like that's all people have known about transness so they're like oh that's weird that's gross that's funny so now that's all they know about it so why would they educate themselves because they learned it from a movie you know they've watched or i mean like as white people we probably learned about black people by reading books about slavery in school and you know and we were very like whitewashed like yeah like whitewashed education like if there's no other black no black people at all in our school we're gonna be like oh that's the experience of all black people because we already know (laughs) yeah and I, I'm sure most of us only had one, two, three black people at our school. So it's like if you're only exposed to so much, you're going to believe that story and not question it because that's what you learned. So that story, I mean, that was my life growing up in my home. I had a very Christian home, but I was also blessed enough to have like that, you know, a curious eye. I mean, my mom is Christian and everything else was wrong at that time. I think her mind has opened up a little bit more now, but my grandma was pagan and Wiccan. So and my grandfather, (laughs) my grandfather was Mennonite. So like, that's an interesting combination right there. And then you got, you know, the gay ants and you got the Buddhist uncle. And so (laughs) I mean, you got a smorgasbord of religions over there. You grow, you grow up hearing this is wrong, but then you see all these people and you know, but, but they're not wrong. They're nice people. And so like, that's what I like. That's what I meant by the, like that slow, gradual over time. Yeah, which actually I, I was I've, going with that. But <laughs> no, that's this is great. <laughs> um, I think that it's also like so. <clears throat> people tend to have very like finite ideas in their head. Like even if even if you're born with like a curiosity mindset, that's fantastic. But still, like psychologically, it still takes an average of fifteen times of telling someone something that um, goes against what their finite thinking is. So like, hey, being gay is wrong because God says so. At least 15 times you're going to have to tell that person, hey, it's okay to be gay before they even are ready to hear you. And then after that, it can take like another 15 times for them to internalize that to a point where they're like questioning that solid response in their head so like psychologically also it takes a long time you have to do it slowly it's people who attack other people like 
why do you hate the gays immediately <laughs> they're not all they're doing is wasting energy i've heard very many times i'm not a big fan of the gays <laughs> Yeah, they, I I like using the term the gays just because I think it's hilarious. But like, <laughs> um, but still, like, yeah. it, when when we attack people like that, all that it's doing because it, it's not going to change their mind. All that it's doing is like hurting us and putting us stressed. Yeah, and making them defensive. Yeah, and I know. I mean, like, all of the stuff that we learn to is internalized. So even if you identify as trans, you can still be transphobic. If you are, if you are black, you can still be anti-black. Like there's so it's ingrained in our society. Like it's literally part of the culture. It's really disturbing. Um, but it's true. And I feel like as someone who used to be incredibly conservative because of how I grew up and I didn't accept gayness, I didn't really think about it i guess i don't know i did actually write a paper in in high school about same-sex marriage and hey me too i was like i don't know <laughs> I why like, read but this I mom this. <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> but like i i didn't even think about gayness ever sorry my mom's great <laughs> <laughs> um but like the fact that i was like i i accept this and i remember like my sister when she was young she would always like tell me like she accepts gay people and all that stuff and it was before I was even out but I'm like oh that's amazing and she was like nine when she said it and it's just like I do feel like it is changing generationally and stuff like that so I don't know I remember like right before I came out as bi so this is pre-transition and this was like right when I kissed a girl came out by Katy Perry love that song (laughs) I remember initially like having so much internalized like homophobia like actually hating the song but in another sense loving it because it's catchy well because it represented you in a way that you might have needed yeah yeah but i like at first i remember just like being so angry at it and i was like i don't like these feelings so i'm gonna change the song yeah being offended tends to be like we i don't like something about myself and you're making me see it (laughs) you know what i mean and it's like uncomfortable like i still get defensive sometimes and like it's because i put myself in situations where i know i'm going to get defensive and feel uncomfortable because of checking myself so like if i'm listening to like a podcast who and it's a bunch of black people talking and they're talking about racism and I'm a white person listening. I do feel uncomfortable and defensive a lot about what they're saying because they're saying the truth and they're saying realness. And I still have that internalized because I am white and I was raised to be white and it's never going to go away. It's something you unlearn every single day, you know? And it's like, I put myself in those situations so I can grow and it doesn't make it any more less like uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, I think that's um, a really good point because a lot of people don't put themselves in like uncomfortable positions so that they can grow or so that they can learn. Um, and they don't talk to people who are outside of their bubble and they don't talk to people who don't look like them. Um, so it becomes a very much like uh, th- there's confirmation bias in your life there. And your life confirms that you shouldn't hang out with gay people or black people or what have you. Um because they are other. I don't like it. Um, just 
side note, fun bar. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I told you guys this story ever, but there was um, a, and this is kind of, this has to do with what we're talking about. I promise. So there was this um, like family friend on Mike's side who posted something about the satanic church. It was like a year ago. Okay. I'm getting real deep. Okay. Um, it was about something about the satanic church donating a statue to, um, I think it was a state building and, yeah, <laughs> and um, and he's very. I think they're Baptist. Him and his wife are Baptist, and so they were like, "Not good, cause Satan bad. Like, <laughs> I don't even like it. There's freedom of religion, and we shouldn't be putting religion into politics. And I can't believe this is at a state building, unless it's our religion, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like the the fucking statue was right next to like a Christian Bible and a goddamn menorah. Like, oh, I'm sorry, mom. Ah, uh, <laughs> she doesn't like <laughs> she doesn't like it. <laughs> it makes me nervous. Um, so, so, uh, all these people are confirming like yeah no name you're right i don't even want to say his name um (laughs) you're you're right this is disgusting behavior it shouldn't be in a state building and so i commented like a good american that it's the freedom of religion and that they're allowed to put a fucking statue in a state building right next to the bible and the menorah because f you he fucking deleted the post okay reposted it saying that he found satan and had deleted him from his life he fucking deleted me and blocked me and i was like oh, you got offended you triggered <laughs> him right <laughs> like it was a whole fucking deal but like he ended up deleting mike too it was it was great it was fantastic i feel like i heard the story but i do want to side note satan satanists don't even believe in satan Like the actual being of Satan? I mean, so they believe in Satan as as the opposite of God. So Satan, Satan, well, so in the satanic, because I think that it was Chicago, in the satanic church that's there, which is their headquarters, their belief system is that Satan was actually a fallen angel from God. Okay? So, yeah, but like, but Christians also believe that Satan is bad because he didn't follow God's rule. Whereas Satanists believe that Satan was good because he didn't follow God's rule and chose to advocate for humans instead of against humans. So, and they, they do not believe in Satan as a physical being, but they believe in Satan as a symbolic being. Whereas most Christians believe that God is real and tangible and that there's like a sky daddy or that Jesus existed. So, like, <laughs> so, so like that's, that's the difference. That's the difference between like the way that Satanists believe in Satan and the way that re- like Christians believe in God. And I feel like, I mean, I, I was talking to someone who read like the satanic Bible and they just said that sa- yeah. Satanists don't actually believe in Satan, but yeah, I probably that. didn't. Yeah. I probably didn't like elaborate, elaborate enough on that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So let's get back. Let's get to your Facebook post about what people post about what they think people get offended by. And let's dismantle some things. Okay. Okay. Hopefully everyone likes this conversation. Right. I hope we didn't get too far off topic. I hope we didn't offend you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. So I simply asked, um, what are some things you think people get offended about? 
Um, so we've got parenting styles and offering parenting advice. We've got religion, sex, sexuality, politics, generational differences, transness and gender, diet culture, when someone tells you how you feel or what you think, um, gun reform, some more religion, uh, opinions on presidents, kinks, race, police officers, vaccines, mental health and medication, um, and I think everything else is like, oh, homeless people, helping illegal immigrants. Someone said White Claw, the White Claw fad, because it oh, calls yeah, out yeah, white yeah, girls. Yeah. Um, providing Narcane to addicts and overdose victims. Um, football players kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, and then everything else is a duplicate. So we've got like a slew of things that people are just generally offended by. And something that I noticed was that, so um, when people put down things like um, people are offended by religion, like are you offended by religion in general? Like, are you offended by all religions or are you offended by one particular religion and how that has personally affected you? So, like, offense is personal. Like, I'm not offended by religion. I'm offended by people who use religion as a platform to hate other people. I'm not offended by religion in general. So I think that that's like a super important distinction here. It's like no one's offended by sex. They're probably offended. Oh, they might be offended by sex. That one we can freaking talk about. Yeah, we should talk about sex. <laughs> so like, um, but like no one's offended by sexuality. You're offended by the idea of two people getting it on or more getting it on in the bedroom because it doesn't align with your man woman idea of how sex like sex should go yes yeah, cis men sex cis or woman, after marriage <laughs> sort of deal yeah yeah or like premarital sex like again that falls in like you're offended because religion told you to be i feel like by promoting any kind of hatred or bigotry in the name of god is like you know what yeah, totally hypocritical. Hypocritical. Like that's what corrupts society. Not two people of the same sex getting it on or loving each other. Like, yeah, and it, it's like I feel like folks who use this against, like, use the Bible against or use religion against, like, let's say once again, like queer people. It's like they're offended by something someone else is doing. Just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean you got to do it. Doesn't mean it's any of your damn business. Doesn't mean it has affects you at all. So it's like, why the fuck is it that offending? Why is it offending you? And if it does offend you, put it up to God. Don't be an asshole to other people. Literally. Talk to your God like, about it. Literally, God says love everyone. Jesus said I love, love everyone. Like, what? Why don't you just pray for them? 
pray for. I'm just kidding. Pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. Pray it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. I know. Are they telling us to pray, but not to? talk about religion what are we doing with god uh um praying yeah so it's like i don't know if i'm praying hard enough (laughs) i'm definitely not (laughs) (laughs) um what Oh, I'm sorry. You're not. Um, yeah, I, I was oh. just kidding because like I'll pray for you is like the Christian like go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, no, I've heard that one before. I have a friend who lives in Tennessee and she's like, everyone says bless your heart. And you can tell by like the they tone in do. their voice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I forget that you're like. You yeah, because I, well, I was yeah. born in Tennessee. <laughs> yes. Literally everybody in the South you, is like you do something or like you're sick or something. And they're like, bless your heart. And you can tell by the tone of their voice whether they're like, go fuck yourself or like, oh, like you need there, help. There's, <laughs> a, there's a concern of like, I really appreciate this person and like, Oh, bless your heart. And then there's like the bless your heart. <laughs> I liked, I liked that sass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> it's funny. So let's talk about, <laughs> let's see what else we got. So we kind of talked about politics. That was like most of our conversation. And we did talk about generational differences too, because, um, we talked about how like your your sister was like i like gay people they're okay when she was like nine and so we see generational changes all the time um and we see a lot of like uh like millennials don't get outside enough i wish that our kids had been raised without tv and do you remember coming home with the lights are the street lights went on like there's all these like changes in like how we're raising our kids and how we're teaching um, our kids in school. Like, holy crap, they're not learning cursive anymore, and now they are. And what's gonna happen? I think it's also important to think about what was happening in the time when these people were being raised, like baby boomers. Um, I mean, I don't remember historically what was happening. I don't know if anyone here does. The end of World War Two. Yes. So then, like, it was like this completely different situation than we're in now you know different economy different Mm -hmm. everything social structures politics literally everything and like i know like like the work ethic and all that stuff has always been a big controversy um so i feel like baby boomers really like pick on or like get offended by what millennials are doing how i mean how that that generational shift is like how your parents, like how your experience as a child with your parents' parenting style yeah. affected you changes how you parent and that exactly. changes how you parent. You know, it's just like a continuing shift. It's For not. Sure. Yeah. And it can be pretty consistent, too. It depends um, if it's changing culturally or not. I don't know. But there are generational differences and a lot of people are freaking offended. I know a lot of people are offended by being called out by being a millennial or millennial. Yeah, I was a millennial. Oh, my God. I need to give this away. Bye. I just want to point out that, like, when when people use the term, like, millennial or liberal um, to describe, like, 
you as a person and not you as a generation that it's gaslighting like they're only doing it to make you seem insignificant and stupid or like yeah yeah or like overly sensitive um or it's used as like a victim blaming sort of platform so like when we talk about generations it's cool to be like hey i'm in the millennial generation um but remember that like millennial generation the youngest millennial is like mm, the oldest the oldest millennial is 32 right now no, or it's 33. older than that. It's like 36 or so, 37. I thought it was If you 85. go by like the technical age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Google that. I thought it was like 85 that that generation started. So I'm not sure. Yeah. But that would that would be like 33, 30. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought your hand was a spider. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, what's happening? Uh, millennials are between 21 and 37 year old, years old and 2018. So now 22 and 38. Um, so they're groups uh, born between 1980 and 1999, um, which I feel like is very diverse group of people. But like, are we forgetting that just because you're a part of a community doesn't mean you're the same as everyone else in the community? Are we forgetting that people are different and have intersections? I think people forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I think people forgot that. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I also think like because uh, I hear a lot like I can't believe these millennials and they're the people who are like complaining are talking about like high school kids. And it's like they're not even don't even like lump them gen, into us. Gen Z? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're Gen X. Oh, yes, they're Gen X. Yeah, they're they're an alphabet letter. I think we're Gen <laughs> So. Lots of generational differences can cause, like, some sort of offense. But, again, it's rooted in, like, not wanting to change or rooted in some sort of offense um, that is, like, legitimate. Okay? Like, um, oh, they don't think that I should exist? Like, legitimate offense. You know what I mean? Um, So let's look at what else we got. What else? So let's talk about, okay, so transness and gender we talked about quite a bit. Are we cool skipping that one kind of, or do we want to touch on transness Sorry, and what? gender again? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we so should then, be fine. Yeah, I think, I think we we'll covered it. <laughs> um, well, so like, actually. oh, Hannah got something. I mean, someone's uncle um, pissed me off today. Um Someone posted about a trans woman who uh, their doctor like grew her a womb and she had twins and he he made a terrible comment. And was it about how the babies looked? What? Was it about like? No, he just wrote you and then I don't even want to say it, but do you want me to just read it? You can read it, but I also want to I also want to point out that did you read that article? Okay, because the, uh, the article is about a fucking woman who is genetically male. No womb, no ovaries, no fallopian tubes, but was born with a vulva, okay? Had secondary sex characteristics, did not get her period by the time that she was 19, got DNA tests done and imaging, found out she had no uterus, fallopian tubes, or ovaries. So this is not about a trans person. This is about a person who is intersex. So fuck you. Like, oh. Holy shit. Yeah, that, I, that 
that whole time I was like, this person's interesting. Amanda's clapping. Yo. Okay, well, that's bad. <laughs> um, Get it. <laughs> well, this person obviously thought they were trans as yeah, well. Hello, are you triggered by trans people so much that you didn't even read the article enough? It's three sentences in that it's like, this person, this woman was born with no ovaries and no uterus and no fallopian tubes, but is genetically male with XY chromosomes. Like, that's like the first three sentences. You couldn't even take three sentences to, like, learn correctly before you had to comment, you. Yeah, I don't even want to read what they said, but I pose, I, like, posted in that little thread and I wrote reported this person smiley face and then the person's post it was on was like yeah it's my uncle-in-law um we we're gonna talk about to him later blah 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 and I said heard I still reported this stuff I still report this stuff when I see it and then the person wrote back and he was like at 59 I know how it works the medical profession will do anything for a buck reported me what did I do be, be uh besides give you my honest opinion is that a not allowed and I was like hate speech that's all i wrote and then i haven't read back yet he's like i don't hate anyone okay ah. bitch ah. <laughs> <laughs> i was just like really worried that because like from because of the way they titled it because they're trying to get people all riled up because people don't understand it what it is, is it titled clickbait. though oh, I what's, don't, it, what's the I don't title know. of it well, Woman biologically male, so, which is like so they're for genetically me, male, essentially, you know I mean? like, like seeing that title, I would assume that it's a trans person, right? And so, I was really worried personally that like some conservative person is gonna see this and like mm-hmm. because you're not like this woman did not have like your picture perfect baby that's gonna be on the cover of a magazine, they're still beautiful babies, but like it. Some people would have the nerve to comment on the fact that because this person is trans, that's why they didn't get the picture perfect baby. Is but that was that the thing that the babies weren't pretty? I didn't. No, no, even no, no. Oh, but okay. Like, that's why I asked. I just wanted okay. to explain myself. Okay. No, I I understand that. Yeah. No, the babies are perfect and beautiful and lovely, and they're twins, so of course they are tiny. So. But like, like I've I've seen people like with, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't have that picture perfect baby and they're like, oh, that baby looks like an alien. You know, I feel like I hear that. All babies look often. like aliens. Yeah. Calm down. OK. Like every baby is not a cute baby. Most babies are ugly. Wait let a few it go weeks before you post that newborn pic. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Newborn's the first one to two weeks, so post it at two weeks and it'll be better. <laughs> but still not good. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm sorry that I'm so mad right now. <laughs> so let's talk about. Okay, so offering parental advice. I just quickly want to, because I think you don't have kids, Marion, do you? No, I have like a lot of nieces and nephews though. Okay. So then like I have experience with kids. Okay. I I can I gather the story. Yeah. Or yeah. So like offering parental advice was said like twice or differenting or different <laughs> um different parent styles was yeah. also like brought up. And like I'm a parent and I think that I've gotten to the point, at least when my parents say something, that I'm like, eh, 
Like, you could say whatever, yeah. but okay. I'm going to, like, still raise my yeah. child the way that I want to raise my child and the way that I think is going to be best for our family structure. Um, but I think that people get so upset <laughs> by it, it yeah. because, like, parenting is this thing that you're automatically supposed to know how to do all the time. They write books on it. So yeah. why don't you just read a book when, like, not every family structure is the same way? So people tend to get offended because, well, you don't know how my family is. Instead of just being like, yeah, fuck it. Like, <laughs> you go yeah. ahead and tell me that he's eating too much. Or go ahead and say that so-and-so doesn't have enough, like, screen time. Because you give your kids screen time all the time. Or, like, that, you know. Or um, to say not that it's vegetables. wrong when, you know, like, you're handing your kid a tablet when you just need a second to yourself to breathe. Right. You know. I also feel like, I mean, something that I personally get offended by, and I'm not even a parent, um, is when, like, someone's pregnant and they're smoking, or um, I get offended, I think that's mostly it, but if someone's, like, smoking next to their child or something like that, like, and I know that that's probably hard for me to say, but it's like... Or sitting outside and smoking while your baby is inside crying. Yeah. So there's just like that stuff offends me. But like back to like why it offends me is because some something's being harmed without their consent. That's what freaks me. But that's like that's a health and safety violation. violation. I I mean, mean, it it is. is. It's illegal to smoke with your kids in the car. And like as as a parent, your job is to keep them safe and keep them healthy. So I, I don't think it's necessarily just about, you know, like smoking, like, you know, like how. Uh, there's lots of things that people give parenting advice about. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm even guilty Food of giving parenting advice, but then I always like, like digress. I don't have kids though, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was just giving one example of like what I, as not even a parent, get offended by, like when I see other people doing that, and it's like it's totally part of this culture of like, m- like getting offended by what other people are doing with their own children, and it's like. Am I a hypocrite? Because I actually am offended by this, but I also am offended when people tell me what to do with my body. But it's like someone else is being involved in that. I don't know. So I don't know. I'm just sharing that. And that's why I think there's the difference between like um, getting defensive, personal offense, and then like communal offense. So like you're offended because someone who's helpless is being harmed in a way. You know what I mean? Whereas like, if someone gets mad because I'm not raising my kid vegan, then that just the example that popped into my head. No one's done that. But <laughs> um, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> right, it's coming. <laughs> then, <laughs> right, <laughs> sorry. When you awkwardly look up and everyone surrounding you is vegan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but like, if someone was to be mad at me about that, then like. I don't, I mean, I'm at the point where I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. At least he's eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good Especially luck with how picky toddler. kids are. <laughs> yeah. Kids are picky eaters. Yeah. I had a friend who is childless. Okay. So it's important to note this. So she's childless and she was asking about a friend of mine who is raising their child vegan. Um, and her and her husband are also vegan. So yeah, I was going to say the whole vegan raising kids. Or not vegan raising kids. That could go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's also worth mentioning that my 
my friend who is childless is also not vegan. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so just so, raising their kid vegan. <laughs> No, shit. My 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 childless friend oh, yeah. is I'm not sorry. vegan. I'm my not my f- my friends with child with a child, they are all vegan. Yeah. And my okay. friend was asking about their lifestyle. Gotcha. Now, um, I'm, now I'm following. <laughs> we're there. <laughs> and it went along the lines of um but so what does the baby eat? And I was like, mm, "Food? Like what do you what do you mean what did they eat?" It's like Bark. seven months old, so it can eat food. But no, but what do they eat? Well, Fucking what do you food? Eat? Like, like yeah. you give a seven-month-old squash that's pureed. You give them peas. Like, what do you think that they're doing? Like, yeah, beans. <laughs> yeah, like they don't right. need a whole set of ribs. Take a bite of this like, rump roast, please. Damn. Like, what the hell? I feel also a good um, parenting. Um, advice subject is like breast milk versus formula. I feel like that's yes. a very hot, hot topic. Yeah. And honestly, I th- like I was a person who breastfed partially because I could not like I couldn't yeah. I couldn't bring my supply up and I did fucking everything that I could think of. Like I power pumped and I spent like fucking hours with my baby latched to my fucking tit. And like it didn't matter because nothing Nothing worked to bring my supply up. So when people would say things like, you really should try harder to like breast. You know that breast is best, right? Like your your body does amazing I think fat things. fat is best. Fat <laughs> is best. Is, is the baby eating? Great. Fantastic. Yeah, Love you. Really. Are you stressed? Let me take the baby. Like, but so when people would say that to me, especially being a new mom, because yeah, usually when you're breastfeeding, you're a new mom. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> there's just there's um, always that awkward moment when the kid's five. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, like, that's I think that's pick. I, I love that. Yeah. I love no, that I'm shit. not even saying there's <laughs> nothing wrong. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't no, care. But it is an awkward thing. And that's another thing that people get offended about. Like, yeah. Oh, you're going to raise your child to be a pervert because he's still drinking from your breast. Like, no, they're feeding him. Thanks. Um, my mom actually fed my brother. Um. I mean, breastfed my brother. I almost said, fed my brother out of her breast. And I'm like, that's there's a better way to say it. Um, and then, like, the day that she decided to stop, he was like, Mama, can I have chocolate milk today? And she's like, okay, we done. Like, <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> How old did she breastfeed until? I think, like, two and a half. I don't oh, know. Oh, I know I people that breastfed a lot later than that. Yeah, I don't remember actually the actual age, so I, I mean, know. I've seen a kid get off the tricycle and <laughs> go up and eat. That's See, I love that. That's so beautiful yeah. to me. Yeah, oh, yeah, a yeah. Fuck ton of money. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Plus, you can spray people in the face with it when they make comments. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just realized none of you guys heard that, but like I just said that like you could pretty much go up and be like, "Yo, you thirsty? Spray him with a bunch of breast milk." So, yeah, we forget that uh, we don't have a camera here. <laughs> That's okay. Or extra mics. <laughs> or extra mics, yeah. Um. So the last thing that I really want to talk about is that also came up is gun reform so 
this is something that I feel like both sides of like our political spectrum and all people kind of get a little bit offended about. Um, so you've got people who are upset that gun reform is even being discussed. Okay. Um, they get offended because you, they think that you're automatically going to take away their weapons. I'm offended that people are shooting a Walmart. And then you've got people who are offended that we're not even talking about gun reform as a viable option. And again, it comes down to like um, the types of offense that you can yeah. feel. Like, um, so. I mean, that's a prime example of personal versus communal because someone's personally offended because they own a gun and they're pissed off that someone's they trying to like take their gun. And it's not even that they're trying to take their gun. They're it, not. It yeah. could be, you know. I mean, we're trying to maybe take your AK-47s away. Yeah. (laughs) But um, at the end of the day, uh, someone who kind of like you said, like, I'm I'm offended that we're not talking about gun reform when all these people are being shot and killed just living their life um, in mass amounts. So it's like that's a communal um, offense, you know. Absolutely. Um, And. I think that so, so often the like I'm offended PC culture gets thrown on people who are who tend to be left leaning or viewed as more liberal or are like millennials like quotes on all those things. So I really find it interesting when people who are semi conservative or are right leaning or are from like a boomer generation or um anyone who's older than a millennial really uh when they get offended because we're talking about gun reform yeah um and it's not i mean like when we say gun reform i i don't mean take away all the guns like i'm not we're not a fascist fucking dictatorship over here but like i think that there should be mental health checks and uh, i mean well the other thing is they play it off like oh it's a mental health issue okay so what are you gonna do about it if it is because you're constantly you know, but defunding and I just there's but so like I don't I, love I personally don't think it's a mental health issue. Right. But it's something that has but come up defense, recently, yeah. at least, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, it's been there. But like now, people, I just feel like the people that I'm seeing, at least, are now like, you know what? It's not an issue about the guns. It's an issue about mental health. Those all those shooters are just crazy. And no, they're not. Like, 2% of, like, people who are mentally ill or, like, seriously mentally ill commit any sort of crime, and none of them commit violent crimes. So, like... They can't get out of bed to go shoot a Walmart up. Exactly. (laughs) I like the new memes, too, where it's, like... um, I don't even know. It's, like, one side, it's, like, mental health. You're mentally ill because you're shooting up things. And then um, there's, like, a a cat. Yeah, or something like that. Like, a cat or something on the other side is, like depressed and can't get out of bed for and like i don't know it's just like i don't know it's like real life or like yeah. the video game thing i don't know i'm digress i'm sorry but um i feel like when it is a white shooter a white person committing an act they will say mental health or they were raised wrong um or badly and they'll attack that um but if it's like a person of color or a black person shooting, it'll always be they're a thug, they're this, they're that. And it will um, have to do with their race. So when it's a white person, they don't 
take into account the race. And personally, I think logically also the why people are doing this, why these white young men are doing this is because they are being bred to do this. They, our education system, our, how we like are essentially in a white supremacist society. Like we, it's really like they are being bred to do this. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, um, I think that like, I do think that saying that they're being bred to do this is a little like harsh. Um, I guess to defend that in a way too, like I'm pissed off right now because like, I am not even remotely affected when I see 29 people were killed. I literally don't even bat an eye anymore because I'm fucking pissed off that I see this every other day and I'm not offended. I'm offended by it, obviously, but like I can't even my heart pings for a second and then I'm over it because we're so desensitized, whatever the hell that word is, desensitized to the shit. So it's like. I'm pissed off. So this is coming from rage. I'm saying they're being bred like this, but it's like our culture is perpetuating this behavior. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's the education system too. I, where I went to school, Malcolm X was a terrorist in our history books. Mm. I, damn, like I, I don't know what your experience was, but I'm gathering it's not the same as mine. Education compared to us. Yeah. (laughs) All three of us. So, I don't remember any. I don't remember anything about learning Malcolm X. I remember learning it, about him. You know, but I don't like I remember when. Okay, so when was it Lemonade? The yeah. the Beyonce video or yeah, performance yeah. that had you know very channeled Malcolm X. I think was the first time where I like actually was like, hold on, wait, like let me actually look this up and educate myself on an unbiased mm-hmm. history. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. And I I mean like. All but institutions that we are surrounding. I love how I was like, we got to wrap this up. And I'm like, here you go. We're going. <laughs> oh, sorry. So like all the institutions are perpetuating this behavior, like politics, government, okay, education system, police force, military, etc., etc. All these institutions are perpetuating this right white violence. It's perpetuating and normalizing this. It's also... The fact that we don't even consider it an issue of white boys when it's majority all white boys, um, it's toxic masculinity, it's white fragility, it's all these different things that we don't want to talk about because people are like, oh shit, this person's white. It must not be because they're whiteness because whiteness is standard when, oh, I'm just so angry. So yes, you were right in calling me out saying that's a little harsh saying they're bred this way, but that's the angry Hannah. Don't fuck with angry Hannah. <laughs> but also now that you've said like, hey, our society wholly perpetuates it. I'm like, oh, well, then I can understand the the term bread. Because like if everything in your society is raising you to believe these things, then are you you're probably being bred for it. Like, I don't think you're being bred to kill, but you're being bred with this mental um, hate. Yeah, a hate and I, an idea that that you're entitled to something and in, that you can do all of these things uh, against these people who are hurting your culture as a white person. Quote, 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 quote or yeah, hurting quotes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's nuts. I think it's nuts. 
Yeah, we'll probably do a whole episode on gun violence. Um, there was something. I feel else. like we can do a whole episode on like white fragility and everything too. Yeah, I'd like to do that. And one. toxic masculinity. Yeah. 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 White <laughs> fragility. <laughs> I remember hearing about a specific person that I wouldn't mention, but that they didn't believe in um, interracial couples because they're trying to breed the white out of us. Like, literally. What? <laughs> Speaking of white fragility, I just thought I'd... Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, Lita says hello. Um, I lost my thought, and now I can't get it back. I mean, do we care if I kind of wrap this up now? No, we can... So, yeah. I mean, to wrap everything up, we obviously talked about a shit ton of stuff. And it was... I mean, maybe it is a clunkier episode, but I think, like, these are, like, our real feelings. These are our real, like, thoughts. Uh, very vulnerable and just, like, sharing it all with you. Um, but once again, we're just, like, focusing on this idea of I'm offended and offense and, like, personal versus communal, etc. So, Yeah. I just want to say, I just want to say that, like, as a takeaway, can we, like, can we just, like, encourage all of you that if you have that knee-jerk response to just kind of, like, take a look, take a look at why you're offended or what is causing you to, um, to have that, like, immediate, like, whether it's anger or sadness or whatever. Discomfort. Discomfort. Like, why? Let's, let's do a little growth, you know? Take a second and think about it. And then kind of accept that like when someone comes at you with their <coughs> other opinions that are not yours, that you don't fucking know their life. You don't know what they've lived. You don't know where they've come from. And so just like take a step back on and respect other people. So if someone is coming at you and saying that something that you said was hurtful or that they didn't appreciate the way that they were spoken to or something was disrespectful. Just like you cannot take away someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even if you don't agree with them. Yeah. You don't get to tell someone that you're not being an asshole. If they tell you that you are, you just don't, you are. See, this is where I'm like, but wait, what if someone's like literally being like a bigot or ig- ignorant and I, you call them out and then they're like, you're being an asshole. Fantastic. Then you're being an asshole. But are you still calling them out as a bigot? Are they still being an asshole? No, I mean, like if they are calling me an asshole because I'm calling them out on their bullshit. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's like a situational thing. So like cuz I think that that would depend like okay, so like if if you said something that was bigoted and I came at you like, "Fuck you, Hannah." Like, I'm being an asshole. You know what I mean? But if I'm like, "Hey, Hannah, listen, like we probably shouldn't say these things about this group of people." And I'm calm about it. Like, and they and you call me an asshole, so fucking what? Like r- roll with it. You're s- I'm still calling you out for something. You know what I mean? But, like, and it, again, as generals, like, you don't get to, also, you don't get to like, tell someone. Conversations yeah. like that can get so skewed, especially now, like, in today's day and age with all of the technology and stuff. Yeah. Like, 
people immediately think that you're being nasty when you're not. I just, I always find it so hard because I'll like give the same advice and I'm like, but wait, am I being hypocritical? Because if someone's saying something in particular, like I'm going to call them out, but I try to do it in a way that's not aggressive, you know, but like if they, I don't know. Okay. I digress. There's a difference between impact and intention. Like if if your impact was that you were an asshole, but you did not intend to be, then it doesn't matter what your intention was, like, when it really comes down to it in that moment. So, like, it's just how you say things to people, which I'm sure you're you're fine with. I know you, you know, but I mean, as, and some people are just going to call you an asshole. It's going to be fine. And I do want to say, too, like, validate people who do call people out, like bigots and ignorant people who call them out in a harsh way like you do you boo boo like that's great too I don't want to invalidate that because if you have that much anger and like they're very they're hurting you or someone you love then that is valid as fuck as well you will be called an asshole you'll probably get screamed back at but that's valid as well because I don't think we should shame that at all not that you were but I think it's important to say that yeah but I I um I feel like we're like, but, 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 because it's such a, it's such a weird topic. Um, so it is okay to be an asshole when your safety or your, um, like rights, your actual fucking rights, okay, are being violated. But is it being an asshole? You know, I mean, arguably, you know. So we are going to wrap this up until we have 40 more minutes on here. (laughs) So we love you all so much. Um, Thank you all for listening to us. This was definitely a rant episode, but it was needed, I feel like. Um, But yeah, so once again, just to remind you all, please, uh, or we have a Patreon now. So if you would like to support us in a different way, we really would appreciate that. Um, Please uh, follow us on Instagram at Gray Awakenings. And also, if you want to email us, it's grayawakenings at gmail.com. Also, what was I going to say? Ooh, rate and review us, especially if you're on iTunes, so we can bump up in, um, on the iTunes. And also, if you're not on iTunes, still rate and review us. Why not? Thank you. Share us with your friends and family as well. The biggest gift you can give us is sharing our podcast with other people. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, this is Hannah once again at inclusively hannah or facebook at hannah gray mine uh my instagram is not too taboo amanda and my facebook is amanda drew and my instagram is transpirational healer and my facebook is adrian gray and you can find me on instagram at Marian powler it's m-a-r-i-a-n-p-a-u-t-l-e-r All right. So thank you all for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.